Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to One Love, One Connection, One Us. My name is Reverend Arlene Cahet, and I believe my co-host is on the line. Are you on the line, honey? I am on the line. I am on the line. (laughs) Everybody, King Teasdale, King Teasdale. Want some applause? Only if it's only if it's deserved. Oh, it's deserved. <laughs> Thank you so very much. It is such an honor to be here with you all. I am touched and humbled by such a response as this. I must clear my throat. Okay, so tonight family, we are going to talk about the journey before you meet the one. It's actually a show that talks about the preparation for for uh, meeting the one before they actually come into your experience. So I have a few things here that I I I would suggest to people who are looking to bring the love of their life into their experience. And uh, I'm going to start with the number one that I think is absolutely, absolutely primary for all individuals. And that would be to love and understand yourself first. Um, And I, I don't know if I can even that enough because I think that one of the things that many people do in relationships is they are looking for somebody to love them and care about them um, but they don't actually do that for themselves so the you know one of the questions that I I kind of ask rhetorically is how is anybody supposed to love you if you don't love you? Uh, and how is somebody supposed to understand you if you don't understand you? And I think that a lot of times when people are in that state of not loving themselves, they don't really understand themselves well enough. And I would say that it would be best to really love yourself as the divine would love you. So allowing yourself to be in that place, in that space, and actually being in meditation with that and and really learning to accept yourself as well. So when I say loving yourself, I mean accepting yourself as well, loving all of the, you know, all of the things that you perceive as imperfections, loving those things about yourself that you feel that you're really strong at, or at least acknowledging that you're strong at, because a lot of times we look at ourselves with such a critical lens that we don't actually recognize the beauty that actually is us. Well, like there, are, there will be other people around you who may recognize it more so than you do. But when you're not in that place of actually recognizing it for yourself, it's hard. To, it's it can be challenging to really be in that place of um, 
of be in that space of love. Because if you're not being love and loving yourself, then how can you draw love to you? You want to add anything, honey? I think it's important for people to recognize what the creator's love is for you. And in so saying, I reflect on the mother's love for a child that she has been nurturing within herself for a period of time that is a germination of what is within. And when we come to recognize that we are within the spirit of that which has created us and we reflect upon the nurturing mechanisms that we see every day when a mother's love embraces her child, so too is the love of the Creator for you, of which you should also have for yourself, because within you, you are a reflection of the Creator and that which is within yourself. And to love yourself, you have to recognize that within yourself is that which is the germination of what is yet to come, whether that be your understanding of who and what you are in the importance of your presence in this experience of this living as you are connected to all of life and all of creation. Think of what that is inside and love your heart because think about this. Your heart loves you so much. Your heart, that which is within you, loves you so much to where it will not stop working for you. It refuses to do so. It keeps going day and night, night and day. It ain't going to stop because the love that your heart has for you is constant, never-ending. That's the love that you need to have for yourself. That's the love that the Creator has for you. And as your heart is within inside of you, you are within inside you are also inside the Creator. And the amazing thing about your heart beating for you, the energy that manifests that heartbeat is the Creator inside of you working for you as well. So not only are you within the Creator, but you are within the creation, which is all there is. Okay, so, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> see, family, 
you know, King, King here gets really, really deep on us. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I love you so. I I do I do appreciate that. Yes, uh, Infinite Intelligence knew exactly what it did when uh, it brought us together. So here we go. All right. So the the next thing, and <laughs> and they, I, I'm not sure if people actually recognize this about themselves, but. Their emotional, uh, their mental and emotional well-being should be priority number one. And then this this does come under the the hub of of um, of loving yourself, uh, loving yourself. And the reason why I say this is because a lot of times when I have talked with people about uh, about their love life or their love relationship or or them wanting to meet someone uh oftentimes you know they're operating out of a space of deprivation and desperateness and neediness and that can really be counterproductive to what you're what you're attracting. Uh, also, when I'm talking about mental well-being, I mean, my, you really, when when you're truly in that state of loving yourself, you're okay, regardless of whether or not somebody is in your experience or not. Now, and also to not all not be too hard on yourself for being who it is that you are because infinite intelligence actually was responsible for that. So if infinite intelligence is fine with who you are, then you should be fine with who you are. But until you get into that space, there, you know, whatever it is that you think or perceive about yourself will keep reappearing into your experience until you get to that place of being okay with yourself. Um, also, I would say number two would be to understand that your previous relationships were just preparation for the one coming into your experience. So one of the things that happens is that you don't really have a sense of what it is that you like or you dislike um, until... You're actually either in it or you observe it in some play in some way. I say this because you know how are you to how are you to be in that place of understanding contrast because i I think um Abraham Hicks talks about this quite a quite a bit that when you when you have your experiences you have you can have the contrast of one thing taking place, but then it'll create such this such a deep uh, one thing that's taking place that you're not liking, and you're really in that space of not liking it. Well, that's actually calling for what it is that you do like, 
but you can't continue to remain focused in those, on those things if in the relationship that you don't like. Because if you keep yourself focused in on those things that you don't like, then you're going to keep creating the things that you don't like. So that feeling that you have of that thing that you don't like, where you, your mindset should be is to indicate, well, okay, so what would the opposite of what this experience look like for me? And when you do that, it allows for that contrast, the contrast of what an experience is that you did not like. Like, say, for instance, maybe you don't like that the fact that the person tends to yell a lot and tends to fuss a lot. Um, what would the contrast of that look like? Or maybe the person is a, uh, someone who seems to attract drama. Well, what would be the opposite of a person who attracts drama? What, what would that look like for you? And so your relationships, your previous experiences, they allow you to get clarity on those things that you would prefer to have in your experience. Um, be it, you know, your, you know, you can, I, I think that oftentimes when, um, when Harvey and I were doing the relationship coaching together, we would always talk about your requirements, your, your uh, needs, and your wants. So your requirements are those things that are deal breakers. Like for me, a deal breaker had been, you know, I was not going to be involved with anybody who smoked. That was a deal breaker. You know, we don't even go out on a date. I don't even entertain the idea of going out with that person because that would be an unnecessary conflict. And I'm not looking for, I'm not looking to get into an argument with somebody um, over the fact that they smoke. Uh, another thing that was a deal breaker for me um, was that the person that I got involved with needed to love children. I have two sons, and you know, if if they didn't want any children, then you know there there would be no need in me even entertaining being you know involved with them. Um. Let's see. And then, okay, but those are, the, those are the examples of the deal breakers. And mind you, those are just two things, but that, that list of absolute requirements uh, should be much longer than that. And what you do is you dig into those, those previous experiences that, of your previous relationships so that you can, you know, provide, that can provide you with more clarity. Your needs are those things that would be required that would be required for the relationship to sustain itself. A need for me had been that I I needed somebody that could answer my need for affection. I am the I'm a huggy feely type. So the person that I would be involved with uh, would if there if that was not their love language then at least they would have to be in a place of being willing to respond to that another need of mine um, was 
or is, excuse me, I say was because I'm already in it, but uh, another requirement or another need would be, you know, that that they're not actually in conflict with women, meaning that that they that they had a, re- a relatively good relationship with um, with with females uh, that you know that they that I would not have to be running interference with <laughs> a, a, a guy's mommy issues uh, um, and and also being sort of observant of how you know, the gentleman engaged with his mother. I had had the experience of, of, um, it wasn't a a relationship. It wasn't a love relationship, but being involved with somebody that had mama issues. And there were a litany of things that I had to deal with. Um, even though I understood where they were coming from and I understood that, but, the amount of energy that was required in order to deal with that could be challenging. And then, you know, they would say, they will say some things that are completely, you know, you know, you just want to, I just like really kind of hit them with a wet rag (laughs) because they will say things that are incredibly insensitive and chauvinistic and, and they, he did not necessarily see himself when he was in relationship. And the thing that's really funny is that uh, there have been the other people that the other women that he had had involvement with or have involvement with, they talk about that, um, uh, you know, and when they get to that point of understanding what my relationship is with that person and they come to me and they, you know, they start asking, you know, they start asking me questions. So, but that was a, that was a need for me. And that relationship provided me with that particular contrast to know that that was something that, uh, you know, somebody who got along with women. Um, Another need for me was someone who, well, actually, this fell under requirement, but requirement and need. But somebody who had a deep uh, sense of spiritual understanding and knowing from themselves, them operating really out of that space. That was uh, it's a need and a requirement that they that they're actually operating that of, out of that space. Um, for the most part, all the time. Um, and then wants, wants are negotiable. Those are the things that you like, but it's not necessarily one of those things that's a deal breaker and that won't end the relationship if they did not have them. I would say uh, someone who's able to give a massage. It was a want. Um, uh, and but it was a, it wasn't one of those things that was a deal breaker. So I'm I'm saying all of this to say that your relationships, all of them, all of them, because it does not necessarily have to be uh, intimate relationship, but all of your relationships 
show you, show you and prepare you for the one. And I would say that another thing is to be grateful for them. Because, you know, operating in that space of being in anger about the relationship failing and things of that nature, it, it doesn't serve you. <laughs> it doesn't serve you. But they, but they, you know, but they do serve a purpose in providing the contrast to show it, what, what it, show you what it is that you do want in your experience and uh, what you do want to draw into your experience. You want to... I know that I talked for a very long time there, honey, and you've been silently, you know, just patiently waiting for me to um, let you in. So you have anything to add to that? Uh, I was just listening, and um, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I believe that as people listen, they will hear you actually saying, you must search yourself to discover what, allows and adds to your personal growth. That's key in every relationship. And it's important to stay focused on that because that's all life is. It's about growth and development. If something is stunting your growth or does not allow you to continue to evolve, that's a relationship that can be destructive to you and that you don't want. The other thing that I was hearing you also say is that each experience of the now is actually for a future purpose. Every relationship that you are in is allowing you to be prepared for what is to come. So we are grateful for our experiences of now. And I'll read a quick um, quote that we found at the center. Okay. You see love. And it says, do not despise your situation. In it, you must act. Excuse me. In it, you must act, suffer, and conquer. From every point on earth, we are equally near to heaven and to the infinite. And I believe that really means every situation is your responsibility to. Live your life in it to grow because of it and to evolve, which brings you to that place of conquering every situation because the love that is here for you is the reason why you're here on this planet. So that's why relationships are so important, and I appreciate you bringing these points to mind for our listeners. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So number three would really be to be who you are. 
I know, like, when I was younger, and and also I will say that uh, many of the relationship shows uh, or shows or movies or things that you saw about relationships, they did not really talk about being, you know, your authentic self. Um or they will talk about or trying to hide those aspects. Or they, the people will hide aspects of themselves or hide some really big, I mean, <laughs> some, something really big about themselves. This is really, uh, I will say that uh, the modern television and movie programming uh, don't provide the best examples of what you would need in order to find the one or order to draw the one to you. I only say this because, you know, you know, how is the person truly going to, how is a person truly going to be able to love you for who you are if you're hiding your true nature. And here's what I want to share with people. If uh, if you think that <laughs> if you think that you are challenging, um, you can draw that person that will love you for you. There is someone that we, that King and I both know who is currently in a relationship now. And I think the term that he had used for her was that uh, being with her was like, uh, being or uh, being in even like friendship with her was like she was like a bone. Like she was hard. There's no meat at all, no softness, no nothing. Uh, However, she seems to be in a relationship. She was deeply wanting to be in a relationship with someone. And lo and behold, there is somebody who is actually... (laughs) who actually seems to be, uh, you know, happy and in the relationship with her. It's so much so that it has softened her up significantly. Not completely. Um, but one of the things that I know that she did for herself was that she did not, she makes no bones about being who she is. She, she has chosen, um, not to fold herself up into a pretzel to accommodate him. If he is to love her, then he is going to love her as she is. You want to add anything to that, honey? All I can hear when you say that is learning uh, five love languages. And, Mm -hmm. um, you can share more on that if you so desire, but that's all I'm hearing right now because <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. 
maybe she maybe she's actually doing that. I I don't know, but uh, I will say that um, she ha- she could be quite challenging. And I guess my thought is is that if if she can draw a great love into her life, um, and and. And I I say I say that because one I call her call him her great love because one of the things that I've heard her say um, more than once is that she has not been loved like that before she has not been in a relationship like that before and he is able to get around that prickliness of her personality. Um, in order to get her to be into that space of being more vulnerable. But what if she, you know, what if she had lied about that (laughs) or tried to hide that aspect of herself? It's so, it's so prominent and pronounced. Uh, I don't think that she would have been able to do it successfully. And, you know, the person that, you know, the person that, uh, that would fall in love with the facade as opposed to the real her would probably, you know, would probably go running for the hills. And you you put yourself in a place of not necessarily attracting uh, that person uh, to you. But you still you still hear the five love, love five love languages with that, honey. Well, not necessarily that she was utilizing the five love languages but that it's important to incorporate the five love languages in understanding one another in a relationship. And it was as though I was hearing she was not necessarily utilizing the five love languages to add to the growth and development of a relationship because she seemed to be locked into her own thing. Um, I guess that could be one of the reasons why she seemed to be prickly and hard as a bone. (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't know if that's actually the, I don't know if that's actually the case. I just, we haven't done any counseling on her. So I'm, I can just only say that the five love languages might be a good idea for that relationship. Yeah, uh, most definitely, most definitely. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick music break. And you know what? I forgot to pray us in. You think we should go ahead and play the Anabakoa now? Sure. That, yeah. Okay. We'll play the Anabakoa and we'll be right back. Yeah. Anabakoa, gijala nyuminka, tenji tizera kavera nuncha sagwanu tahanu. Nagi bono shega de 
Okay, and we're back. Uh, and this time, ladies and gentlemen, I actually remember to unmute myself before coming back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, my my next suggestion for for drawing in the one or attracting the one before they get to you is to don't compromise because it's almost as if for the most part, like as you are in that state of clearing out your vibration and making it clear to what infinite intelligence about what it is that you're looking to attract, what will happen is that you will draw people to you who are wanting, you know, wanting relationship or wanting to get married or wanting, you know, that that gives you sort of an idea of... I'm sorry, family. You know, we've got a phone call coming in during the show. (laughs) But anyway, uh, as I was saying... Um to don't compromise because when you're in that place of clearing out your vibration you are you are you're you're going to be in a place where you're going to meet and attract those people who are wanting similar things but there may some be some places where it is off in terms of in terms of exactly what it is that you're wanting. And I would say that to to don't compromise. Um, like, say, for instance, if you are wanting a monogamous relationship, but the other person is wanting to be in a relationship but wanting to have an open relationship, don't, don't get involved with them. Don't, don't go down that road because all you're doing is would be inviting the heartbreak that would be associated with that or the chaos that would be associated with that. If you are wanting to be um, married and, you know, that that would be like the goal of the relationship at some point, if, you know, if they – if they're not really interested in being married, don't then don't get involved with them. You know, don't don't compromise. Don't compromise because when you compromise, you're sending conflicting uh, messages out to infinite intelligence. If you are wanting to be with someone who, um. 
who is, you know, if you're wanting somebody who is looking for a divine, you know, partnership or a divine relationship, don't be with someone who feels that, you know, that you can make a partnership work with just, with just anybody. Because, you know, you may run into some difficulties or some, so don't compromise. Ultimately, do not compromise. Be, be, be clear about what you're wanting and, and honor that. After you've gotten clear on what it is that your requirements are, what your needs are, what your, what your, what your wants are, at least with the needs and the at least with the needs and the requirements don't compromise with those things because you know you're you're looking for you're you're looking to be happy if you're looking for harmonious relationship then don't compromise if you're finding yourself in conflict with it and and oftentimes you'll pick up and you'll know sometimes something will come up or there may be just this feeling where you know something just feels off about the situation, even though they're indicating that that they're wanting the same thing. Anything you want to add? Well, I'm glad you mentioned the thing about conflict because I think it's important for people to understand that you you are not in a relationship to seek conflict. You're not in a relationship to accept a counterfeit for what divine intelligence has in store for you. So when you say don't compromise, what comes into my spirit is don't compromise the principle, your principal values and ethics. You know, you have to be flexible to certain things. I mean, let's say, for example, if you're in a relationship with someone and they go to the bathroom and, you end up finding out that when they go to the bathroom, it kind of lights up the whole house. That may not be a reason to just get rid of a person. You just may want to help them change their diet so that they don't smell up the place. <laughs> because they, they may need your help. You know, they may need <laughs> you, you to assist them through some things because life in and of itself is a process. So don't compromise against your best being. Don't compromise against the best of who you are and what is to aid in your evolution and the evolution of somebody else. Because sometimes we may come across people in relationships in order to aid in their evolution as well. So I'll leave it at that. (laughs) That was a good example. Well, yeah. well, you know, when when I talk about compromise, I'm talking about big things. That, in, in my estimation, yeah. is kind of, kind of small. So, yeah. Exactly. That's why I wanted to kind of give some clarity to that. Because it'd be like, yes, I don't know. I don't know. You've got nose hairs going out to you. I, I can't compromise. I, I can't have no man with no nose hairs. <laughs> Okay, that's funny. Okay, all right. But with the big things, don't don't compromise with it. Uh, and and I I think I gave some uh, fairly you know 
uh, strong examples of that. Oh, um, most definitely. Um, now, for the moment, that is it for, for my list. Do you have anything else that you feel that we should share with the audience? Well, as we were discussing this, I, I like the title that you have with the journey before you meet the one. That's a beautiful title. I like that. I like that topic. And that's the key as far as relationships are concerned. When I shared the quote, which actually happens to be from Henri Frédéric Amil, do not despise your situation. In it, you must act. And you have to act in accordance to what is going to bring the greatest good because your moment of now is only here to catapult you into your future if you allow it to do so. And that was one of the things that came to mind when we were sharing some topics or titles for the topic. And um, one of the titles, I think, was How to Prepare Yourself for the one, and another one was preparing yourself for the one. But I love the journey before you meet the one. The reason why I love that title for the topic better is because the process of life requires a certain amount of allowing as well as a certain degree of resistance. Let me expound, if I may. The process of allowing is the trick by not being tricked into the acceptance of false beliefs. Okay, the process of allowing is the trick. By not being tricked into the acceptance of false beliefs. So you have to search yourself to find your authentic self. What resonates with you? What will aid in your growth and development? And what will assist others in doing the same. The other side of that coin for me is also knowing how to allow resistance to be the guidance that navigates you on the right course. I was describing uh, to my wife Arlene yesterday how it was a revelation for me to come across that particular phrase. Knowing how to allow resistance to be the guidance that navigates you on the right course. Um, my, my example to her yesterday was me walking into a wall before going up the steps. If the wall wasn't there, 
maybe I could go up the steps from a different angle. But the thing is, the steps didn't start where the wall was. The steps started on the other side of the wall. So when I got to the other side of the wall, I was able to go up the steps because if I had continued to go straight as opposed to turn to my left to go up the steps, I would have walked into another wall. And if my desire is to move forward and to continue in motion, going straight into the other wall wouldn't really work out for me. But that other wall was the resistance that clued me in to the guidance of going up the steps. So by theory, kind of look at it as a person who is blind, if you will. They have to find the things that are there to help them navigate to the right path so that they can continue on the path that is the course that is necessary for your life. That's what I wanted to share because I think it's so important to recognize that we are all on a spiritual journey and focusing on what the Creator has for you and what is within yourself, which is also the Creator, is focusing on the authenticity that will allow you to meet the one that is intended for your growth and development so that you won't be tricked by the counterfeit that is constantly out there waiting to cause your life to be havoc because they're out there. I've had a few myself, and I'm glad I found the one. <laughs> okay. Um, I, it, it did occur to me what the what should truly be the, the last one, and this is one that I actually did, um, uh, visualize what the perfect relationship would be like and be in the emotion of of what the relationship with the one feels like. Um, so one of the things that I actually did, uh, at one point I was babysitting for a friend of mine and one of the one of his daughter's favorite shows was Say Yes to the Dress. <laughs> and I have to say uh, before that before she uh before I, I had babysitted her, I would have never watched that particular particular show. However, um I did find like that whole process of looking for the dress really inspiring. And it helped me to get into that place of visualizing me getting married again. Um, it is uh, what is that? There is this. There is a saying that um, where attention flow flows, energy goes. And so when your your ideas and attention are flowing into that space of what it feels like, what it's, what the experience is. It also has this culmination of pushing you in that particular direction to, um, to, it, it 
be in that place of having that inner your experience and in a track and you actually drawing it in to your life. And I think that that is it for me. Anything else, honey, that you would like to share before we close out? Well, I'd like to share that I am so grateful for you all listening. Thank you so very much for your love, your your attention. Um, there was a thought that we may have to skip this program tonight, but Arlene's desire was not to disappoint, and I think she did a great job in not disappointing. So thank you for allowing the program to go forward, and we look forward to continuing with the Divine Inspiration Network bringing you what's good for your soul. Ha ha. <laughs> All right. So do you have a show coming up anytime soon, honey, or you know, you're still on hiatus? No, I'm actually spirit is moving me to do something. I think it's going to be on a Sunday night and I'm not too sure exactly where I'm going with it, but King's philosophy will be revealing some of the stuff that the church is afraid to talk about. Wait a minute, hold it, stop. No. The church don't have anything to do with what I'm talking about. Matter of fact, they would throw me out the church if they knew I was going to talk about it. So I don't tell them that I'm going to talk about it because I'm going to talk about it. So it's about your spiritual well-being that you don't even understand yet because nobody has brought it to you like King is going to bring it because King's got to bring it. Because if King don't bring it, it ain't going to get brought. That's why I'm here. So I got to do this. I just got to ask you when because we have to go into that mind-melding, masterminding to find out exactly when that's going to be. All right, stay tuned, tuned, family. All right, we are going to go ahead and sign out, but we will be back. I think for myself, I will be back uh, next week, and that particular show is going to be, it's either going to be Healing Paradigms or Spiritual 411. So whichever it is, it's going to be on this uh, this coming Thursday. So I look forward to seeing you all and love, peace, and blessings, everyone. Namaste, family. Thank you for your love.
Now 